What would you be willing to do to survive in a hostile new reality? I'm kind of starting to get worried. He usually doesn't stay gone this long. What would you be willing to destroy to find your missing family? I'm sorry, little guy. But I have to eat. And what would you be willing to sacrifice to escape the liminal lands? To whatever or whoever has taken my family from me, I'm coming for you too. And there is nothing on this earth that can stop me. It is Morse code, I know that much. And that's about all I know. I've gone everywhere I can on the dial on this damn thing, and it's just that one spot that I'm getting anything. Dots and dashes. Dashes and dots. It beeps at me for a short period, and then I get silence for a bit. I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then it repeats itself. There is some information being transmitted. But I have zero fucking clue what it might be. And I'm getting really damn tired cranking 10 minutes on this thing for one minute of battery life. Crap, my arms are more sore now than after any workout I've ever done in my life. And honestly, it's even getting hard to lift them right now, let alone crank this thing. I've probably got enough juice in me right now to crank along enough for one more minute to listen. And then I'm going to try and write down what I hear. From my very limited understanding of Morse code, it's in dots and dashes, and the dots are short tones, and dashes are long tones. I should have started writing this stuff down earlier, I know, but give me a break. I was in shock. After I get it written down, then I'm going to try and respond. If they're out there broadcasting, maybe they're listening too. Maybe I'm not alone. Maybe somebody else is out there sending out this signal, waiting on somebody like me to respond. Maybe a, a million different damn things. But for now, more cranking. Maybe's later. Cranking now. code goes by so damn fast. It's definitely a message meant for somebody who actually knows Morse code. Not some Joe Blow know-nothing like me. But I have managed to decipher two or three letters. I've rewound the tape I've got with some of the Morse code on it as many times as I possibly can. Tried to get as much as I could off of that. I think... Each letter is three dots or dashes or combination. 
And if it is, I'm pretty sure I've got three letters worth. I'm fairly sure I've got them accurate. It sounded like maybe two more altogether. I don't know what kind of message they're sending that's only five letters long, but honestly, it doesn't even really matter right now. If Brad doesn't have a picture somewhere in this house of the Morse code alphabet, it might as well be in Greek for me. I'll never be able to translate it. None of that really matters right now, though. Now, it's time to see if they're listening as well as talking. Hello? Is anyone out there? Uh, I'm a survivor, I guess, or something. But I'm here. I'm here. Are you? Come on, baby, talk to me. Come on, come on, say something. Damn it. Hello? Hello, is there anyone there? As my dad would have said when the CBs, anybody got their ears on? How about you, anybody? Anybody got their ears on? can't hear you. It sounds like I can hear someone trying to talk, but I don't hear any words. Just some popping like you're just keying the button. Uh, over. Hello? Damn it! My life is one big disappointment after another. I still don't know what the Morse code signal is, even though I've gotten them all written down now. I listened to it about a hundred different times to make sure, but... I'm almost positive I have it right now. The main disappointment, though, is what I thought was someone responding is either some kind of issue with this handheld or just some kind of automated response. It's the exact same sound every single time, and it always immediately follows me letting go of the mic button. I'm leaning towards an automated response. I remember Brad talking about a lot of different protocols with these things. Whether it's individual users, big radio shows, repeater towers, whatever, they all have protocols they have to follow. And this kind of seems to fit neatly in that category. Either something that station does or the handheld does or whatever, it's just it's just some kind of 
communication protocol, which leaves me pretty much where I was to begin with, only with much lower spirits. Up till now, I honestly didn't realize just how much I was relying on this ham radio saving me somehow, how much I was putting on its shoulders. I wouldn't even let myself think about it. But now that I've found it, and it isn't what I was hoping for, I can finally admit it. I had all of my hopes riding on this. Now, now I don't even know what's left. What are the stages of grief again? I don't even remember how many there are. Seven, five? That doesn't matter. I do know anger is one. And I'm pretty sure depression is another. And I can tell you right now I'm vacillating between the two. Half the time I'm pissed. I'm pissed at the radio. I'm pissed at the Morse code message it seems to mock me. Pissed at myself for getting my hopes up. And the other half of the time, I'm in complete despair. Maybe some kind of sad acceptance. I don't even know what to do now or where to go next. I have no clue. None. I don't know anything. How can I even go on from here? How? How can I go on from here? I can't believe I can even ask that question. How can I go on? Easy. I can go on because I know they're still out there. I feel it. My wife, the kids, they're out there somewhere waiting on me. And I'm not going to stop until I find them. How could I even go on from here? Please. How could I not? I just got to collect myself. I gotta come up with a plan. I gotta figure out what my next step is. I'm not gonna get any closer to my family if I don't move. If I just sit here and feel sorry for myself. So what? My plan turned out to be a bust. I can't be surprised there. It was a dumb plan anyways. I mean, it's been at least a week since all of this started. Since I fell out of that tree stand. And in that whole time... I haven't found another human being. I haven't seen so much as an airplane flying overhead. Not a single soul. And somehow I had it in my head I was going to reach somebody on this ham radio. If I didn't already know I needed my head examined, this would be the clincher. Hanging all of my hopes on a glorified walkie-talkie, thinking that was going to save me? What did I think I was going to do? Find a whole community of people chattering on like squirrels over the air? Childish. So, now I just have to figure out what my next step is. Which direction I need to move to keep moving forward. To keep making my way closer to answers. Closer to my family. I've been sitting here thinking 
and I can't give up on the ham radio just yet. Besides searching Brad's for a Morse code alphabet translator thing and trying to decipher that message, which could still be something important, there's something else I have to try before I give up on this thing completely. Brad's house here isn't exactly on Mount Everest. I've got to get high. And to clarify, I mean high in elevation, not lighting up a joint. I've been thinking it through, and I have a couple of different options. I could go to the radio station. There's one that's just a couple of miles away from here. I could bike my way down there pretty quickly and climb up the radio tire. That's probably the highest I can get. Well, safely at least. I'm sure there's higher places like climbing a big old pine tree and whatnot. But I probably haven't climbed a tree since I was 14. I think I'm just as likely to fall out of the tree and break my neck as anything else. <laughs> I mean, that's what started this whole thing. So, the radio tower is the safer option of those. But, I don't know if the antenna will interfere with the radio. For all I know, it could help me get better reception, but I just don't know. So that pretty much rules out the radio station. I just can't take the risk of being that close to it when I have no idea how it's going to react with my handheld. So that leaves either the water tower or another trip to Walmart and the climb on top of the roof. Walmart sits up on a hill, and it's one of the tallest buildings in town. The water tower seems like it'd be a good choice when I first thought of it. But there are two big negatives. One, all of the metal. For all I know, it could do anything that I was saying the radio tower could. So there's that. The second negative is how far it is. It is so many miles to get to that water tower. I mean, I don't know exactly how many, but I know it's a long ways away. Even on my new bike, it's an incredible amount of ground to cover, and it's already starting to get late. I don't know that I could get there before nightfall, let alone get there, do my experiments with a handheld, and then find someplace safe for the night. So it pretty much boils down to Walmart. I gotta get going. Well, dear hypothetical future listener, it looks like I got here just in time. The shadows are getting deeper and darker. Night kind of has a habit of falling pretty quickly here. Hang on, just uh, ride in my pocket for a little bit while I climb this ladder. Fucking rickety ass Walmart fall apart piece of shit ladder. I hate this damn thing.
Thank you for listening. This episode of The Liminal Lands was written and performed by Wayman Alexander. Please consider giving me a like or a review if you enjoyed this content.